This is District Attorney Markham. The psychic murder case concerns a mysterious young lady named Ruth, who has indicated to me that she has extraordinary powers. Through her, we have found stolen merchandise, and Sergeant Heath shot and killed a man named Duke Peters, who, we are certain, is responsible for a series of murders in connection with truck robberies. Final Vance is skeptical, however, of my insisting that I can locate this Ruth and be seated in my office as I call the apartment house where she says she Well, Markham? No answer yet, Vance. Don't be so impatient to be proven wrong. I'm not impatient, and it's quite possible that I am wrong. Perhaps you will find your young lady at that apartment house after all. Of course I will. She did give us the information that led us to Duke Peters, didn't she? Mm -hmm. That merchandise we found is definitely part of the loot stolen from those trucks. And Peter's gun is the gun that killed those two truckmen. Our test proved that. Yes, I know. Then why shouldn't she be where she told me she'd be, so I can thank her? Psychics get their reward when their predictions come true. Well, that may be so, but I don't think there's any... Who is it? Who is it? Oh, I I beg your pardon. uh, You should. What do you want? Um, is this the Anderson Arms? Foolish question. I knew it would be a foolish question. You called the Anderson Arms, didn't you? So that's what you got. Uh, Thank you. I want to talk to a young lady named Ruth. Ruth? Yes, Ruth. I'm sorry I don't know her second name, but she's about... She isn't about anything. She certainly isn't anywhere about here. You've got the right apartment house, but there isn't any Ruth here. And there never was. Now, don't bother me. I've got no time for the switchboard. I've got to get back to running the elevator. Goodbye. Hmm. You heard that, Vance? Yes. And believe me, Markham, I didn't know you wouldn't find her there. I simply didn't think you would. Because I don't believe the girl is psychic. I disagree with you, Vance. Because of the tip she gave you on Duke Peters? And on the demonstration she did at the party the other night. I guarantee she had an accomplice, a helper, at that party. I think I know why the demonstration was staged. And I'm going to prove it. How? For your enlightenment, for my satisfaction, and because I don't believe we've completely broken up the hijack gang. You're not being very helpful, Vance. We recovered part of the merchandise that was stolen. Where's the rest of it? I don't know. If you'll do as I say, Markham, perhaps I can recover all of the merchandise and deliver the brains of this scheme. I'll do anything you want, Vance. That's all I wanted to hear you say. Get me a glass of water, too, will you, Jack? Okay, baby. You deserve more than water. You've earned more than water. And you'll get more than water. But for now... Water. <laughs> yes. There you are. Thank you very much. Well, to our success. To our great success. I <sighs> was pretty good. Didn't you think, Jack? I don't know. I wasn't there, but I imagine you must have been. Ah. Uh-huh. Everything went according to plan. Mm-hmm. And now I think you'd better leave town. Not a bad idea. Uh, what will I use for money? Money? Yeah. You'll get plenty for your help. <laughs> I never heard prettier words. <laughs> you know, Jack... Who could that be? I know who it can't be. Who? Duke Peters. So what does it matter who it is? Hello. Hello, Jack Greer. Yes? My name is Markham. You remember me? The district attorney. Why, yes, of course I do. I met you at that party the other night. That's right. And I'm giving one tonight, a much smaller one. There'll only be a few people there, but I'd like you to come. Oh, well, uh, thank you, but I... I I won't uh... take no for an answer, Mr. Greer. I want you there for a very special reason. Oh. You won't fail me, Mr. Greer, will you? 
My house at nine. Goodbye. Who is that, Jackie? The district attorney. No. Yes. Oh. I think he suspects something, only I'm not sure. He was too careful in how he phrased what he said. He wants me at his house tonight. He's having a party. <sighs> so long, Jackie. I leave town this afternoon. Oh, no, you and... don't. Well... Hold everything for just a minute. I'm thinking. Listen. If Markham thinks he knows something, and if you show up tonight and we go through that psychic routine again, uh-huh. you could convince him that what he thinks he knows about me is all wrong. Well, you know you've got something there. Well, so long, Jack. I'm getting out of here. Where are you going? Home to dress. Don't you remember? We're going to a party tonight. I don't know, Vance. I just don't know. To be honest about it, neither do I. But I'm pretty sure. You are? You called the people who were at that party when the mysterious Ruth appeared first? I called all the ones you told me to call. I left out those I felt were completely above suspicion. Good idea. You remember my theory is that Ruth worked with a confederate at that party. Despite everything I've told you, that nobody spoke to her, nobody moved when she came into the room, nobody even blinked, you think somebody could have given her a signal? That's right. I think the whole thing the other night was staged by somebody at that party. Staged so that the mysterious Ruth might be introduced. Supposing that's so, what's the purpose of my giving a party? It's my opinion that the one person who was at the party you attended and who did communicate with Ruth in some manner believes we're suspicious of him. Uh-huh. I want him to think so. And he can't think anything else if he's invited to the home of the district attorney. I'm following you. I'm sure he'll try to get suspicion taken off himself by having his friend Ruth appear and demonstrate her ability. Then he'll have her go to you and whitewash him completely. Oh, I see what you mean now. And all I can say, Vance, is that we'll find out if you're right tonight. So far, Vance, everything has come along as you said it would. Mm-hmm. People I asked you here, and all we need now... Good evening, everyone. Vance, that's rude. Well... Hello there, Ruth. I tried to reach you on the phone. You weren't there. Does it matter? I'm here now. Your friend? The name is Vance. Philo Vance. Uh, Ruth, Mr. Vance is a completely rational person who insists that what you did at the party the other night was impossible. And the information you gave me on the telephone about Duke Peters was accidentally correct. Oh? Now, would you go into the next room so we can do the demonstration that convinced me you were psychic? If you wish. I'll see you later, Mr. Vance. Yes, I believe you will. If everyone will please be quiet. Quiet, please. Uh, let me do it, Martin. All right. Your attention, if you will. We are about to see a demonstration of what is supposed to be mental telepathy. Everyone in this room is to concentrate on something which the young lady who just left here is to do when she gets back in the room. So that there'll be no possibility of her knowing already, I'll decide what that should be. Now, I want everyone to fold his arms and assume a natural position. That's fine. Thank you. Now, from now on, please, nobody move or say a word. Thank you. When the young lady comes back, I want her to take the handkerchief out of this gentleman's breast pocket. Your name, sir? Oh, uh, Williams. Heldridge Williams. Thank you. <laughs> yes, now, sir. please, not a sound, not a movement. If this Miss Ruth can go to you and take that handkerchief from your pocket... I'll admit she's completely psychic, and I'm completely wrong. Ask her to come in, Markham. Right. 
Miss Ruth, you please. Thank you. Come here, Markham. Right. Hmm. She doesn't seem to be moving, does she? She is now, making a slow circle around the room. Benson. I see her. Heading right for Mr. Williams. Running her hands over his dinner coat. She, she's done it, Vance. She's taken that handkerchief. She is psychic, just as I told you. Nobody spoke, nobody moved. She did what you wanted her to do. She most certainly did. She identified the brains in back of the truck-stealing murder racket. That gentleman there, I believe you introduced him to me as Mr. Jack Greer. That's right. Arrest him, Markham, and the girl. an explanation of how Greer worked with the girl, don't you, Markham? I want a lot of things on this case, but I'll take that to start. Very well. Let's take this situation. All right. The girl is out of the room, and we decide that when she comes back, she's to empty that ashtray. She knows nothing about it, and she's brought back to the room. Everybody's seated in a circle with their arms folded. Nobody moves or says anything. Correct. She goes to the center of the room. You go to the center of this room, Markham. All right. That's right. And start turning slowly. When you hear this sound, did you hear it? Yes. When you hear that sound, walk in whatever direction you were facing at the time. When you click your fingernail? Right. Let's try it, hmm? All right. Turn to the right. To the back. To the left. That was the nail click. I start walking toward the direction I was facing. Am I doing right, Vance? You most certainly are. Good. I am your accomplice, just as Jack Greer was that Ruth girl's. What's in front of you? Uh, the table. Well, it's reasonable that there's something on the table I want you to do. Uh, touch all the objects until you get the signal. All right. Here. Here. This ashtray. Right. When I touch the ashtray, you click your nail. That's right, Markham. Simple, isn't it? Yes. There are only a few things you could do with an ashtray. Empty it, carry it to another part of the room, give it to somebody. That's right. Well, you try all those things until you hear a click. Then you know you're doing the right thing. But I was in the room all the time, both times, Vance, that you say Greer was signaling to Ruth. I didn't see him do anything, and I didn't hear the clicks. You couldn't see him click his nails because his hands were folded. You heard the nail click, but it was meaningless. Sounded like a room noise. But it enabled that Ruth to do miraculous things, didn't it? It most certainly did. Give me Greer's reasoning, will you, Vance? His confession tells me he was Duke Peter's partner. But why did he set up this elaborate Ruth routine? He wanted you to have confidence in her, Markham, so that when she tipped you off as to where Peter's was, you'd raid the place. Which you did. Yes, but what good was the fact that Peters was caught? How did that help him? We only recovered about one-third of the stolen merchandise in Peters' store, Markham. Greer had the other two-thirds. He wanted you to think that Duke was in this thing alone, that the case was closed, and you'd stop looking for the balance of the merchandise. Why would we do that? He probably planned to have Ruth inform you that the stuff was at the bottom of the river somewhere. That's the reason he didn't have somebody tip you off to Peters on the telephone. You wouldn't believe an unidentified voice saying that Peters was your man and that two-thirds of the merchandise was in the river. But you would believe it if Ruth told it to you. At one time, I believe I would, before you showed me how the fingernail device worked. Of course, at my party, you noticed Jack Greer signaling because you were listening for something of the sort, weren't you? Yes. When I found it was he clicking his nails to give the girl directions, I knew he was her partner and that it must have been he that planned the whole scheme. <laughs> Just think, Markham. 
We had this solution right at the end of Jack Greer's fingertips. I'd rather keep thinking that we're at the end of the psychic murder case. Thank <laughs> you.